This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies! Coming to you once again from the Nerd Melt Showroom at Meltdown Comics in L.A. It's Monday, May 15th, 2017, 174 days till Ragnarok, and this is the 31st show we've taped this year. Applaud. What's the name tag, Sitch, you guys? Okay, good. We got a few. They all seem to be 8 by 10 size, which is perfect for Los Angeles. Oh, my God. There's only one big name tag, and it's not big at all. I mean, it's the Iron Ryan, because your name's Ryan? Okay, good job. 
Congratulations, biggest name tag. I wish the listeners knew how small your biggest name tag was. It's like you guys have been listening to the show and hearing me talk about name tags being too big, and you're like, let's dial it in. Let's take it down a notch. I've seen yours before, right? <laughs> too many times? Let's say it again, though. What does it say? It's ex machina, but what's it say instead? Ex machina Nick. All right. Very clever. <laughs> How you doing over there? What's yours? Mike and Tasha made a baby. Mike and Tasha made a baby? Is that Tasha next to you? Yes. Where's your baby? <laughs> it's in there? Oh, shit. How long, how far along are you? Five months. Five months, all right. Well, the... <laughs> what? Why do people go, yay? <laughs> what if she said it's only been a week or two? <laughs> be a little too soon to talk about it. <laughs> well, congratulations, you guys. And are you naming the baby Doug Loves Movies? What? Its whole first name is Doug Loves Movies? You call him DLM for short. All right. Thank you for everybody that made a name tag. I appreciate it. Doug Plugs. Next Los Angeles Doug Loves Movies taping is on Tuesday, May 23rd at UCB Franklin at 9.30 after Put Your Hands Together. The next night, I'm in Houston at the Improv. And Saturday, May 27th, the LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio at 4.20. Saturdays in June, Doug Loves Movies will come to Charlotte, San Francisco, Boston, and Philly. For all the dates and more deets, <laughs> go to DougLovesMovies.com. That's DougLovesMovies.com. You guys are so professional. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, yeah, and it's, the crickets are quiet tonight. Crickets aren't, getting, aren't even trying to get laid tonight. Uh, the prize bag, oh, my God. It's ridiculous. There's a loot crate in the prize bag. Yes. Yeah. There's also uh, from a young lady that comes to the show from time to time and has a company called, uh, I want to hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Cute Streak, right? Yep. Cutestreak.com, streak, S-T-R-E-A-K, Cute Streak Designs, made this beautiful Joe versus the Volcano poster. Oh, wow. That is uh, basically a volcano that has lots of uh, orange, orange, orange Fanta, right? Because that's what they uh, drank in that movie. Oh, but it says something different on it. It says jump. It was called jump soda in the movie. Wow, that's so specific. It's so cute. Also in the prize bag. This is exciting. I I I I, I can't believe that somebody's gonna win this. This is the Florence Foster Jenkins uh, extended play 45 of five of the amazing songs performed by Meryl Streep in the movie, in the movie of the same name. They sent me that to try to promote the movie. I'm like, I don't know if that's gonna work. Plus I might mention it a little too late. Also a uh, Doug Loves Movies t-shirt and the thing you guys are probably most excited about potentially winning tonight is a uh, is one of these uh, cri Christmas 
It's a Christmassy uh, bong from our friends at Peacemaker. Yeah, someone wrote, wrote today on uh, social media, I licked a peppermint dick. <laughs> About this, because it does look like a bong, I mean a dildo. All right, I dropped my Florence Jenkins. Oh, thank you so much. Are you, are you, are you a roadie? No. Because you could do it. You'd be good at it, dude. Let me just, there you go. Now it, should, it shouldn't be a problem. Also, I brought my uh, noise-making machine in case, in case the crickets were a problem. <laughs> Let's get my guests out here. What do you say? <laughs> They've all brought stuff for the prize bag as well. Please give a big warm welcome to Chris Cubis, Mike Tully, and Joe DeRosa. <laughs> Well, I got it on, so I win. All right, for the listeners, the gentleman in the front row uh, claimed to have Chris Cubis's shirt in the trunk of his car, and Chris uh, fired back, I have it on, motherfucker. Is that what he said? I didn't, I didn't hit him with a motherfucker. That seemed aggressive <laughs> up front. It's still amazing that you guys connected like that. And uh, I'd like to remind the front row that while they're well illuminated, they're not part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and let's say hi to my guests individually, starting with our first timer. It's Michael Tully, everybody. Hello. Hi. From the Jason Ellis Show on Faction Talk. Yeah. On, uh, it's uh, Sirius XM 103. That's right. The yeah. show to which you are a, a weekly contributor. Yeah, I show up every Tuesday and sit around for three hours and watch you guys go at it. And it's... Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then you have your own uh, show on the weekends. Yeah, I got the Tully Show. Tully Show. Thought of that name all by myself. <laughs> and that's uh, what time Eastern? Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a totally desirable time. I think it's on 10 p.m. Eastern 10 time, Saturday night. 7 p.m. on the West Coast. That's right. Listen to it while you're getting ready to go out, West Coast. That's what I do. <laughs> You listen to your own show? Sometimes. Is, okay. that, is that, am I not supposed to admit that? No, I mean... Do I you listen to this podcast? I don't listen to this shit, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll listen to it if I have to. Like, if somebody goes, oh, wow, I can't believe you said that thing. I'm like, oh, now I gotta listen to it. Uh, like, what was the thing? See what the hell it was I said. Probably something bad about something. But for the most part, for the most part, podcasters are left alone. We don't get in too much trouble for saying shit. Especially when we're kidding. Just joking around, you guys. And uh, Tully did an, um, uh, what I think is a miraculous thing, and that is your name on Twitter is at Tully. It is. That is pretty sweet when somebody has a three, Thank four, you. five letter Twitter name. That means you must have got on it immediately, like the second Twitter started. Or I was ridiculous enough to pay. You paid somebody? Four figures. No. For my Twitter name. I'm on there all day. Do you know how much time I've saved myself? That's amazing, though. My I, one was when terrible. I brought it up, I didn't, I didn't expect such a pathetic story. <laughs> I could just see the guy. He tweeted like one thing about hash browns in like 2009 and then never did a goddamn thing. I got to get a 10 p.m. fucking serious show. You got the cash flow like that. That's impressive. It was not a wise investment. It was not something I easily afforded. Which four figures were they? 
Uh, <laughs> uh, all the good ones. Five? Higher than five? No, 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 no. Four figure. No, very the lowest. No, no, I'm saying the 5, lowest 000? possible four figure. No, no, no. The lowest possible four figure. One thousand dollars. I think I paid one thousand. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's not so bad. You should just say one thousand dollars because four figures leaves it open to all the way up to nine thousand something. <laughs> right. Nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> right. I paid like a car sticker price for it. Well, what? thank you for being here, and uh, I, you know, I, I feel like from having done uh, the uh, Ellis show with you a bunch of times that you are, you know what you know, you're good at the trivia you know, but you're not like a movie trivia person. I think that's a fair assessment. I think I have like a, like probably like most people, I have like a Swiss cheese knowledge of movies. There's stuff that I know and there's stuff that I have no fucking clue that everybody else knows And then there's stuff that me. you'll forget you knew because yeah. you're sitting up here under the hot lights in the back of a comic book store. Yes. And uh, it gets intense. It's like an inquisition up here. Yeah. Visiting us for the second time on the show, it's Joe DeRosa, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, Doug. Hi, Chris. Hi, Mike. How are you all? Oh, I, I, that hasn't happened on the show before. Uh, someone just saying hello to all of us, and uh, it's, it's very polite, and I like it. I appreciate you having me here. It's very nice. Everybody's usually, it's all about them. Yeah, because comics you, are pieces of shit. No, that's true. You have a <laughs> you have a podcast, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have two podcasts, but the you one have that two of them. Yes. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the one that relates most to this show is I have a podcast on uh, the Headgum Network called "We'll See You in Hell." It's Patrick Walsh and myself doing Siskel and Ebert style reviews of horror fantasy and sci-fi movies so check it out i hope you like it it's a lot of fun this week's episode was predators one and two together yeah dude i just had a thought you should come to uh fantastic fest in austin texas because it's those three genres pretty much exclusively a whole film festival for like uh 10 days and it's super fun when is it in September. This is your festival that you run? No, I don't. No, I, I, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do Douglas movies at it every year in a movie interruption and, uh, you know, and just sort of hang out and have fun because it's a, it's a really cool festival, like the most fucked up movies. All right. Like, you know, like uh, I saw The Lobster there way before anybody saw The Lobster. <laughs> yeah. So I got to be on that, you know. Most people still haven't seen The Lobster. That's a... <laughs> But that's a terrific high horse to get on, yeah. uh, the lobster horse. But uh, <laughs> that's, in fact, if I were in that movie and had to decide what animal I would be after I die, it would be a lobster horse. Totally, that movie, I would totally go for that. That movie fucked me up, man. It did? Yeah, because I thought it was going to be this kind of Wes Anderson goofy comedy kind of thing. And then by the end of it, I was like, I want to die right now. <laughs> I yeah, felt well, hopeless. our friend of the show, I argue with him about it all the time. Our friend Trey Galleon thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> and I find it very uh, unpleasant. Yeah, and it's terribly unpleasant. <laughs> it's, what, he thinks it's hilarious? He thinks it's really funny. What, <laughs> what and other he's movies? right. It is listed as a comedy on, on IMDb. It was like, that was like when Birdman came out. And all the trailers right, yeah. for Birdman made it look like it's it was all pictures funny. of Michael Keaton walking like this. And you're like, this is going to be hilarious. And then you're like, oh my Christ. The biggest laugh in that movie is Zach Galifianakis saying uh, Martin Scorsese. 
like the funniest part. <laughs> but uh, thank you for being here, Joe. Thanks. And also joining us is Chris Cubis. Hey, hey. I, I would like it known that the guy who has the same shirt as me is also drinking a 40 of Bud Light in the front row. So we're, you know, pretty yeah. much in the same way. He's not messing around, but is also kind of messing around. <laughs> that's, his, that's his lifestyle. You're like, uh, you're like one of the kids from Stranger Things grown up. <laughs> you know, those kids, they can't possibly live normal lives, but they also aren't going to live incredible lives. <laughs> They're just... <laughs> It's on my mind because I just finished it Did today. Oh, finally, okay. yeah, I just finished Stranger Things and I, I really liked it a lot. And uh, yeah, it's great. I don't know how excited I am for a second season because it's like, why couldn't it just be a thing that just, you know, eight of them and it yeah, ends? Yeah. You know, why, why does it have to be like, oh, but then this happens, so maybe there's more story to tell? Because you yeah. want to see those kids in like nice suits at the Emmys or whatever again. Remember that was so cool well, when you true. saw those kids. That black kid was in like a stylish ass suit. You don't, don't even have to fucking make movies. Just have him show up every once in a while in a suit. I'll be like, all right, the world's not shit. But they just, they just. You're so happy for any black youth that's wearing a suit and not, <laughs> it's not, and, a not and not walking through the back back of a neighborhood with some skittles. <laughs> oh oh my lord! Yeah, you thought the lobster was fucked up? Shit just got real dark in here. That, that's like they just renewed. I was on bloodydisgusting.com and they were all excited on Bloody Disgusting. They were like, they, they renewed The Exorcist for another season. It's like, how, the, they got the demon out in two hours in the movie. How yeah. many fucking episodes of the show are you going to do? I would also like to say that I did not know the Exorcist. I didn't was know a there was an Exorcist. Until show. I saw it was renewed for a second season. I was like, what? It stars uh, Gina Davis. Get no, it doesn't. No, it does not. It starts. And she uses <laughs> archery to fight the uh, the island. <laughs> it stars Gina Davis and the guy that played Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. Alan, Alan Ruck. Ruck. Yes. From yes. Bunheads. Who I always mix up with Alan Tudyk. <laughs> uh, it's, first of all, it's two dick. Thank you. Two dicks. And don't, yeah, don't yeah, fuck yes with two is. dicks. I'm not fucking with two dicks. I just their names I always mix up. Whenever somebody says Alan Ruck, I always think they mean Alan Two Dicks. All right, well. <laughs> maybe now, finally, you'll get it straight. Yeah. Because one of their names... Nothing gets it straighter than names, two dicks. <laughs> yeah. One of their names is more fun than the other one, that's for sure. I know. Ruck yeah, is a fun word, isn't it? In, you don't want to get stuck in a ruck. So... Let's talk prize bag, you guys. We'll start with the, the newbie, see what he's got. Okay, all right. What do you have for the prize bag, Michael? Well, let's see. I got a couple things. Uh, my wife is out of town. My wife! <laughs> so I took advantage of the opportunity to clear out our DVD book. Your DVD so book! I got a lot of stack of DVDs. I got a lot of DVDs. No condoms And I got zero cases. There's some good stuff in here. I got the American Idol movie from Justin DeKelly. Oh, classic. I have a Coolio vehicle. And I have... Hold on, um, slow down. Which, what is that? Uh, hold on. Tapped Out, I think it's called. It's There's a, a lot of movies what? here. What? Tapped Out? Tapped Out. Tapped Out. There it is. Sorry, oh, Coolio? Boy. Yeah. Wait, don't deprive the audience of the face yeah, of this DVD. <laughs> this is a very serious... <laughs> I thought you were referring to, to this one, MXP, Most Extreme Primate. 
Shit. That's okay. right, dude. It's Mark- just the Coolio. So movie. you bought these in the first place? Uh, At some point, you were like, oh, tapped out. That looks good. And then you brought it home? No, I think I got that as a screener. <laughs> yeah, for your I, Oscar consideration? I vote for the Oscars, yeah. So Coolio was at the house pretty solidly for a while there. This looks like, this looks like hush money from the know, shittiest right? video store on earth. You didn't see nothing. No. Take this fucking. It looks like the only thing missing a- from that bag is like sweat at the bottom. <laughs> it looks like you should have a home a homemade handgun inside of it. Um, I got a uh, a candle that smells like Skittles. Now oh, can, I'm in. That's right. Now you can smell the rainbow. And uh, oh, because I wanted to get something somebody might actually want here is a gift certificate to Meltdown. For how much? Oh, we don't need to get into dollar fingers. Low four, well, how many figures? Low, low four figures. How many figures? <laughs> where's, the, where's the decimal point in those figures? That's nice. Yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah, much yeah. nicer than what I got. Way nicer. Yeah, now we got a double bag oh, situation. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it made Don't a nice scratch noise. those DVDs, sir. It made a nice noise when it hit the ground. <laughs> what do you got, Joe, besides a coyote laugh? Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm auditioning for Gotham next week to play one of the <laughs> villains. I have two books for my personal book collection, uh, and I have uh, I have put I put uh, an inscription in both books. Oh, that's nice. So, but then I just put the the salutation at the end, and then you can just sign your name, and then give these <laughs> give these to somebody. So, I'd like you, Doug, to read the title of the book and then the inscription in each. Oh, and see right. if anybody is interested in this. All right, Stravinsky, a new appraisal of his work, edited by Paul Henry Lang, and then you wrote right inside here. OMG, this book is so us. <laughs> Then parentheses, skip to chapter three, and you'll see what I mean. Hugs, comma, and so the idea is you write your own name in and then give it to a friend of yours. Whenever that's appropriate. Okay. It's always great when uh, the first one bombs and you still have to do the second one. It didn't bomb, it did okay. Public speaking as listeners like it by Richard C. Borden. That book looks like, like it's so old, it looks like the first uh, advice is going to be start with a Pollock joke. (laughs) (laughs) So Joe wrote in it, hey girl. (laughs) Hope this helps with the big presentation. Kill it and land that account, boo. See, that's a good one. XO, XO, XO. So, yeah, that's a great way to present public speaking as listeners like it. Yeah, there you go. Very good. What do you got for us there, Chris Cubis? Uh, I have the award-winning soundtrack to the movie The Bodyguard. What, on cassette? Yes, they're both on cassette. Because cassette's making a comeback. Well, no, Hipsters that, are super makes, into cassette. Fuck vinyl. Cassette is where it's cassette's at. That's where it's at. It's a collector's item. Uh, I also have the soundtrack. Well, it just says Songs from the Cool World. Uh, the movie Cool World. So it might and not be it, every I don't know song. if it's all of them, but it's a few of them. Uh, and where I have a third one, but Joe DeRosa stole it. 
I didn't steal it. I gave it to him. I didn't, he didn't steal it. But I, I collect uh, vintage hip-hop media, cassette, CDs, vinyl. And he had the break-in soundtrack. And, trust and this me, nerd was like, there's an unreleased Ice-T song on there. Yes. I need to have that And I was like, if I had money, I'll go get money and give it to you right now to buy that from you. And he said, you can just have it, because I was just going to put it into the gift bag. Yeah. But the stipulation was I had to tell you guys, because it would be such a hilarious segment that we're doing right <laughs> yeah. now. There we go. What's that on the Cool World soundtrack, by the way? I don't know, confused people. Oh, it's already in the bag, so it's too late to check it, check it out. God damn it. <laughs> I think there's like a Bowie song and maybe, uh, I don't know. No, and that, those like are the modem noise yeah. or something weird like that. Those are the good Bowie years, 93, 94. <laughs> That's your choice, Bowie. All right, I have a question for each of you. We'll start with Chris. What was the last movie you saw? Uh, I finally saw Fate of the Furious, like three days ago. I'm so glad you got around to that. It was, uh, somehow it hadn't been spoiled. Like, I didn't know, in my head, Vin was still a traitor. I didn't know what had happened. Right, Uh, well, yeah, he just just go to the dark side. He just had an ugly baby, and then everything was fine. Oh, fuck you, his baby was not cute. But I will say the best thing in that movie by far uh, is that The Rock is just like a superhero. When he starts curling he that can desk, do anything. he ripped a he desk. He curls a, a desk? A co- he takes a concrete desk out of a wall. He rips it from a wall in jail and he just stares Jason Statham in the eyes and starts doing curls with it. It's the craziest. It's so good. And, and also, it's crazier than the fact that he also like kicks a torpedo out of the way at one point. That movie's a shit. That's how torpedoes are. They're like sharks. If you punch them on the nose, <laughs> it'll totally leave you alone. Yeah. That fucking torpedo. <laughs> well, I'm glad you finally saw it. It's I, I also saw the trailer for Baywatch, which is, that's fine. Right? Like, I, I don't need this. Like, that's essentially seeing the movie Baywatch, right? I don't know. I would hope like a tit or a dick would flop out. <laughs> I would hope there's something that they can't show in the trailer. <laughs> I think the trailer at the beginning says graphic nudity, so I'm just like already cringing like, oh, is it just going to be some old man's balls? balls? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to be old balls. God damn it. I hate, I hate when it's they do that. dirty grandpa's balls. <laughs> Mike, what was the last movie you saw? I'm not sure how to answer that. I tried and failed. <laughs> Maybe the last movie you saw? Well, I tried and failed this afternoon to watch La La Land. Tried and failed? Yeah. Like, how far did you get into it? Were you like, they're fucking up traffic, goodbye. I mean, I was deeply suspicious about 60 seconds in. I like to think of myself as a fairly whimsical person, but I could not summon nearly the amount of whimsy necessary to, uh, to make it through La La Land. It was a lot more musically than I expected, which in retrospect, pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, that was on, that's on you, that you didn't know La La Land had a lot of music in it. Yeah, I turned it off. The last thing, movie I saw the way through, I went to uh, the theater and saw Citizen Kane. Oh. All right, well, so I guess you kind of redeemed yourself with that move. We get it, you're smart. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to just watch dumb people running around singing in Los Angeles. <laughs> Going to Citizen Kane is funny because you have to confront the fact that you're the kind of person who would go see Citizen Kane in a theater. Like, half the guys there had both a ponytail and a fedora. <laughs> were they... Were there... Was there laughs, like, in the theater? Oh, we laughed, we cried. It became a part of us, Doug. 
those last two things aren't true. But did you laugh, really? Is uh, there, are there any jokes in it? Uh, nothing that would make you, like, laugh audibly. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple funny little bits. I may have turned up the corner of my there's mouth that part a couple where times. his dick f- Right, out. right. right. <laughs> I like forgot in Baywatch. <laughs> right after he bench presses the desk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe, what was the last movie you saw? The last movie I saw in full was on the airplane down to Dallas. I watched The Founder. Uh, oh, that just came up on a show recently, and uh, I found out from the person who saw The Founder that apparently The Founder was a bit of a dick. Yeah, again, like Birdman. Michael Keaton swoops in. You're like, I want to feel good. By the end of it, you're like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> like, I Honestly, I feel... I love McDonald's and I, I love fast food. I, I no, make no bones about it. I'm conflicted about ever eating at McDonald's ever again. That's how much of a dick the founder is. Because he kind of took somebody's restaurant and, and franchised it and, and made it a success without involving them in it? That's the sort of halfway point where you're like, I could still eat chicken McNuggets. This isn't so bad. And then it, it goes in a whole other direction in the third act, and you're like, oh, my Jesus. There's like scenes God. of him going, we'll have a clown, and so children will love it. And then <laughs> the clown will claim to, to cure children's cancer, and then everyone will love that. There's, and- a, scene, there's a scene where they're like, Ray Kroc, that's Michael Keaton's character, Ray, the coffee, it's so hot, what if an old lady burns the skin off her legs? And he's like, fuck the old ladies, make it hot. <laughs> I'm, so I'm with him at this point. What's, what's the bad guy the, part? I'll tell you the thing at the end. I mean, it's not really a secret. Do you care if I give you the, the, the I, little I, card? Well, we were just discussing this the other day. Like, can you spoil a movie that's about a guy who's that, come and gone and, and we still eat at a stupid restaurant? He, but this is the big thing at the end. Sorry, guys, pluggers, be aware. So he, he <laughs> finally buys them out of the original McDonald's so he can do whatever he wants. He gives them a million point four, $1.4 million each. You're like, all right, whatever. He shakes, he does a handshake deal with them. He goes, you have my word. You will get 1% of the profits uh, for the rest of your lives for McDonald's. Then they have to change the name of their restaurant, McDonald's, which is literally their name, uh, to M's because they're not allowed to use the name McDonald's anymore. And if that's not enough, he opens a McDonald's across the street from it. It shuts it them puts down. Puts them out of business? Yeah, puts them out of business. And then the, the final card is they never got their money from the handshake deal. Oh, no. It would be worth t- today $100 million per year. <laughs> it's, a, it's a downer. <laughs> I still got a quarter pounder on the flight home. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, I'm only so strong. It's a great wow. flick, though. Keaton's fucking great at it. Oh, okay. I, so it's good. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's just not a pick-me-up. <laughs> yeah, I just also, uh, you know, it's funny that you were worried about spoiling it for people. Like, there's anyone that's, like, fucking blew off a theatrical release, and now it's been available, uh, I don't know for how long, uh, you know, in other formats, and that anyone is still like, no, 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 I don't want to know. <laughs> About the founder. <laughs> I think a lot of people listening right now are, are pretty much hearing the most about the founder they've ever heard. <laughs> you know, it was just a movie that just didn't uh, connect with anybody, really. Who used to do... What stand-up used to do that? It's like sort of like a hacky joke now, but at one time it was very original. But there was a stand-up that did a joke where he goes, I just saw, I just saw Jesus Christ Superstar. He dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that joke. 
I just saw Rocky. He has a personal victory at the end. <laughs> I mean, that movie, like, when you look back on it, you just, uh, it's easy to assume he wins the big fight, but he doesn't even win. No. He's no. not even the winner. His heart wins because he gets Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's why the Rocky 2 sucks. I love the Rocky franchise. I'm from Philadelphia. I will watch all the movies, whatever. I don't like four. I think four is really stupid. But I will watch any of the other ones whenever they're on. But And five? I like five because I like that they go back. <laughs> he's got the flashback of Mickey. I cry at the end every time when he's street fighting Tommy the machine gun. Yes. And he's on the ground and you hear Mickey's ghost go, I didn't hear no bell. And then the fucking Rocky music starts playing and he gets up. And up. And you realize he has full-blown CTE. I just got, chi- I just got chills. Yeah. 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 You realize he's... His brain is damaged beyond belief. Yeah, actually, Polly never existed. Was always a figment of his yeah, imagination. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I was a boxer. They're like, What are you talking about? No, you weren't. You're never a boxer. <laughs> all right. Well, great answers, all all of you. And uh, Bert, turn the show off because it's time for me to say, Let the games begin. Woo! <laughs> Um, people made some name tags. They're hard to spot and very small. But uh, each of you needs to pick one that you're going to play for. And while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back after this spoken word message by me. Hey, no sponsors this app. So I'd like to tell you about some road dates. Doug Loves Movies is back at the Gramercy Theater in New York City on June 26th. The Improv in Kansas City, Missouri, July 2nd, and Doug Loves Movies returns to Talia Hall in Chicago on Wednesday, August 23rd. DougLovesMovies.com. Back to the show. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. Great job, everybody. Three out of the ten name tags were chosen. And uh, let's start with uh, Chris, who picked up one that's... uh, Is this the first time it's been picked? Yes. Yes, all right. He's been here many times. It's got like a... Is that like a resin stain? There's like like a brown... Like a shitty thumbprint on the bottom of this. It's X Mackinick is who I'm playing for. And uh, it's ex machina, and she's smoking a joint. Yeah, she's got a big fat joint. Big fatty. It was uh, the closest sign to my fatness, so I just picked that one. <laughs> That's when you know robots are going to be dangerously uh, out of control is when they start enjoying weed. <laughs> when they're sentient enough to enjoy drugs, you're going to be like, oh shit, robots are here to stay. Uh, what do you got there, Tully? I have... Anna Fair to remember. Anna, see what she did there? Uh-huh. That's very you like, clever. You like that old black and white movies, right? Cary Grant is, I think, the greatest movie actor who ever lived. Really? Yeah. I don't think he's going to come up again today at all. 
How about Orson Welles? <laughs> How many Cary Grant movies could you name, Mike Tully? Oh, boy. Sitting here under the hot lights, it would be tough, but I... I, I How many do you think you could do? 15, pretty easy. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Chris Cubis? How many? What's this one called? <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a solid two. Joe DeRosa, how are you on the films of Cary Grant? Yeah, like two, maybe three. Not, not 15. I don't know. The, yeah. I, I, I'm always feel embarrassed to say that because I know he's like a legend. I feel like I should know more of his movies. No, they're yeah. pretty much all the same movie. Really? Yeah, a lot of them. He's always, uh, he's always running through a field and a crop duster That's flies over. That was over. my second yes. one. That was my second one. Yeah, that's... He's always hanging off the nose of a president. <laughs> on Mount Rushmore. Sure. And his, yeah. girl, his girl Friday, that's the only other one I can think of. That is... Yeah, bringing, Phil- up, bringing up baby. Is he in the yes. Philadelphia story? Is he it? was, yes. He sure okay. was. There Him and Jimmy Stew. Yep. Suspicion, Notorious, I Was a Male War Bride. Uh, the list goes on. Yeah. I, I believe you could do 15 of them. I don't even want to hear it. No, I know. Nobody does. <laughs> I capped it at three. I totally believe you, but there'll probably be more contemporary uh, actors brought up in the uh, games today. Uh, what do you got there, Joe? I, 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 and honestly, it's the, it's the... Well, it, first of all, it's it's the play on I Am Legend, and it's the guy's name is Liam, so it says Liam Legend, but it's Liam Legend. <laughs> It's hands down the shittiest one in the entire audience. Look at these. You took lap- a magazine and put post-it notes on it. Yeah. The pot is leaf it? has nothing to do with I Am Legend. <laughs> it's true. He put post-it notes on that he taped. This one is ripped in half. Did he? There buy appears to be high- blood on the L. <laughs> the L appears to have blood on it. Uh, but I picked this because I did Dana Gould's podcast earlier today with my friend Matt, who has the Monster Party podcast, and we talked about. I Am Legend. I can't remember if it was on or off air, but we talked a lot about I Am Legend today. And I was like, well, that seems like a sign, so I'm going to do that one. What did Uh, you decide about I Am Legend? I have argued frequently with many fans. I know none of the... There were three adaptations of the book. A Vincent Price one, uh, a Charlton Heston one, and a Will Smith one. There's a fourth one that's just terrible. Oh, is that the one that Cary Grant was in? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The Asylum did it. Uh, I don't care for these zombies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, I will say constantly, and people argue, I go, look, I know the CGI sucks, but the Will Smith version of it is the most enjoyable, solid telling of the story. It's not accurate to the book, but none of them are accurate to the book. The Price one is, is, is spooky until you watch Vincent Price have to fist fight, which looks fucking ridiculous, <laughs> which is one of the things we were talking about today. The Charlton Heston one is just him being like, I could still get laid. <laughs> But the Will Smith one, you feel bad for him. He's got a dog. He's fucking attached to the Wait, dog. Wait, is the Charlton Heston one Omega Man? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's a great flick, but it's not better that's than my I favorite. Am I like it better than the. <laughs> I like it better than the Will Smith one. Why? Because there's a white guy has sex with a black lady. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of movies I can show you that have that in it. <laughs> Better than Omega Man. No, I just, uh, Omega Man has, uh, you know, uh, I guess there's more than one character in I Am Legend, but I Am Legend is a lot of Will Smith, like, why would he go around talking to, talking to white mannequins and shit? Like, it doesn't make any they sense. They don't make a lot going... of black mannequins, honestly. Have you been to the stores? <laughs> They're All right. mostly beige. All right, let me take it back. Why is he talking to mannequins? 
Because he's coming unglued. That's what I like about it. You know, like I didn't think they captured it. The other dude, the, the Heston one, he's living in like this plush fucking house. He does seem to enjoy it. Like he's like screening movies at the theater and he's having and, a nice time. In the Heston one, he has he has a yeah, the, you know, the darkest place you can go, a movie theater where when the whole thing is stay out of the dark because they're fucking sensitive to sun. Yet he goes and watches a movie by himself in the dark every day. Yeah, smart. which doesn't make sense. Um, but he has a mannequin at his dinner table in that one. And uh, at the beginning, he comes home and the mannequin's sitting there and he sits down with no shirt on and he goes, he goes, I'm sorry, it's Sunday. I always dress for dinner on Sunday. <laughs> and then he goes in the other room and comes back like all dressed up for the mannequin in his house, which I think he may or may not fuck <laughs> at some point. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know what? I do like that one the best. You're right. <laughs> he fucks a mannequin. <laughs> I'm glad I turned you around on that. <laughs> Let's start tonight with a game that we've only played once before on the show, and it went over like gangbusters, and uh, if you were here for that, you know why there's a whole drum set up over here. <laughs> I didn't even see the drums. You didn't even see the drums over there. Uh, let's do some drum lines with Tony. <laughs> Tony Thaxton is here. Hey, Tony. Hello. Thank you for being here and wearing Thanks your red pants. Me. And he is going to uh, play uh, a riff from a movie on the drums. And you guys have to guess. You can guess as often as you like uh, what movie it's from. Uh, he, he'll have a second riff ready to go if nobody gets it right on the first one. Is Do that we, right, Tony? Yeah. Do I we mean, buzz in with our names? No, you just, just say it. Shit? Yeah, just say it. He just yells shit. Work. Just scream so loud no one can hear the drums and uh, <laughs> you, you can dominate the game. Hollywood and has given us so many sweet drum licks. What's that? Hollywood has given us so many sweet drum licks. It's true. Yes. Yeah, no, it's interesting. When I first brought the idea to Tony, he was like, oh, I haven't really, uh, it's hard to think of drum licks that people would remember from movies. Yeah, I wanted to do it. I said yes, but then I thought about it, and this is not easy to come up with them. It's not easy, yeah. So he's, he worked, uh, how, how much time do you think you put into it? A solid five minutes at solid least. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Took him five minutes to think of this, so show some respect. <laughs> and uh, what do you? Uh, what's going on with you these days, Tony? What's uh, What's coming up that people could come see or participate in? Uh, well, uh, if people, long listeners of the show, may know that I was in a band called Motion City Soundtrack. Yes, you time. were. <laughs> nice. I wasn't fishing, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> and I now sometimes, uh, my fiance has a band called Tiny Stills, and I play drums in that occasionally. And there's currently a Kickstarter for the new record. And uh, so just go to Kickstarter and search Tiny Stills is the name of that band. And uh, it's going to the end of the month, May 31st. So uh, yeah, going to play drums on that record. Right so on. Help them out. out. Make it happen, Woo! you guys. <laughs> Tiny Stills. And are you ready to uh, do this? Yeah, this is going to be interesting because, like last time, I think the first one is going to mean nothing to anybody. Okay, I, I think that's the, interesting. See what kind of guesses we get from go. the first one, and then uh, we'll play a second riff. Uh, he'll do a second riff if necessary. All right, All right Tony. Look good, feel good. <laughs> Is this like a dirty dancing thing? Whiplash. 
<laughs> drum line. Any drumming yeah. at all, yeah. Just mention drum movies. All but right. wait a minute. Now, does that... I'm confused about something because I've never played this game. Does it appear in the movie just as the drums, or is there music over that? that oh, there's probably also music, but I don't want Tony to have to answer that because the second riff is going to put it over the top. Here Let's hope. Let's okay. hope. Is the second riff from the same movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it! That thing you do. Yep. Yes. Yeah! That thing you do! Well done. Do some more of that well one. Yeah. Love it. Woo. Good job, Joe DeRosa. Thank you. You win that game, but since they're so hard for Tony to come up with and so fun to play, I said, give us a second one tonight. And he was like, what? Yeah, he asked me this, like, as I'm walking out the door of home, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so. you, you know, and you got to be at home near your... Why do you need to come up with these? <laughs> <laughs> I got at least How do you do it? You need movie your, collection. Uh, your movie collection? Yeah. All right, so uh, let's just do another one for fun. All right, again, might be the same way. First one might be tough, and I hope you can get the second one. Yeah, I love it. That's how this game should work. I tell Mark Wahlberg that all the time. <laughs> it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty, uh, was that fog hat? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is no music over that part. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Interesting. Do you want to do it one more time? Uh, I don't think it'll help, but sure. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I like it. Give us the second one. <laughs> Like a Mad Max thing? <laughs> it sounds like that song. Uh, well, did, let me tell you that I want to raise. What song is it? You know what song I'm talking about? <laughs> it sounds like that song where Joe DeRosa had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> no, that goddamn, that song, that band, that indie rock band, there's the girl who's the singer. Oh, oh let me tell you that I want to bathe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! What's the. That was it sounds oh, like that famous yeah, 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 yeah. yeah song. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. I can no, no, no. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, that was a tough one. What is yeah, it? Does anybody think they know it? Oh, there's a oh. second row, young ladies. What? No, not almost. No. First row. The thing. The no. thing. Interesting. It is. It is, it is another movie about a band. Really? I'll give that clue. Spinal oh. Tap. Can you give us one more? Oh, yeah. Wait. What do you think it yeah. is, Joe? No, 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 he said it. Or he said Spinal Tap, which oh, is the right movie, uh, yes. It's Spinal Tap? This yeah. is Spinal Tap? Yeah, it was Big Bottom. Holy obviously. shit! Oh. <laughs> wow. Totally well, that was anticlimactic, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Thaxton, everybody! <laughs> Tiny stills. <laughs> Just throwing that in there one more time. 
All right, so uh, since Joe got that first one right, he's the official winner of that game. So we're going to start with Joe on a round of whose tagline is it anyway? Okay. Joe gets to go first, then we'll go to uh, Tully and then Chris. And uh, Joe, all you got to do is tell me what movie this is the tagline for, according to IMDb. It's on the poster or in an advertisement for the movie. Okay. What movie went with the tagline, It's Hotter Than Hell? <laughs> so you got to think about this. It's obviously very hot. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's warmer than a fictional place. <laughs> it's hotter than hell. And that's the only clue I get. I don't get a genre. That's nothing. all you get. Why, why do you need a genre for? Do you think it's a romantic comedy? <laughs> it's hotter than hell. I know this is wrong. I feel like it's Tropic Thunder. Okay, that's incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were right about being wrong. <laughs> Michael Tully. That it is definitely Lombada the Forbidden Dance. Oh, it's not definitely that, but very clever answer. Chris. Dante's Peak. Ooh. Mm. That is a really good guess. Also incorrect. The answer is Volcano. Oh, son of a bitch! I was going to say Volcano, but I assumed that was like an L.A.-based tagline. That's ridiculous. It's exactly as volcano. hot as hell. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you that know one. that for sure? Well, it's the <laughs> lava what? and hell are equal. Isn't hell lava? I guess so. With but more S&M? This could be... Uh... <laughs> All right, so nobody got that one, so we'll start with Joe again. And uh, the uh, tagline for this movie is, whatever you do, don't look back. Whatever you do, don't look back. Is it the movie Don't Look Back? I'm really going to guess that. <laughs> yeah, usually the movie title's not in the tagline. It is, it is every once in a while, but certainly not in this game. Well, it, <laughs> It could be the way like I pictured if, if it. Bert Kreischer were playing, maybe. <laughs> the way I pictured it was over the title, Don't Look Back. It said, whatever you do, dot, 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 and then the title, Don't Look Back. Well, I, I apologize. I should have read it correctly. Whatever you do, comma, don't look back. <laughs> <laughs> so I see where you'd get thrown off. You don't have to be mean about it. <laughs> it's very hard. Uh, it's not an easy game. Mike? Uh, what was the Fault Line movie? San Andreas? Oh, that's... No. no. Is, there a, is there a theme? What's that? Is there a theme? To I don't know. Okay. It could be. What do you think I'm gonna it is, go, Chris? I'm going to go with It Follows. Uh, it, that's the tagline from Dante's Peak. <laughs> Are you serious? Fuck me. Also, why? Why is that the tagline of Dante's Peak? Because if you look back, the lava's on you. Oh, if you look back, you'll see you look back. I'm under lava. If I'd have kept running instead of looking back, you should be looking back. You should constantly be looking back to see where the lava is. You gotta keep tabs on that lava. (laughs) You pretty much set your pace by it, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. It was a very Seinfeldian delivery on that. No. You gotta keep pace on my mama. No. no, I did. I, I did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, well, well, good. Well, I like yelling things like Seinfeld. 
a scene in that movie. <laughs> that sounded like a King of the Hill <laughs> character. <laughs> There's a scene in that movie where the grandmother has to walk into the lava and die. It is oh, so, so depressing. Well, so does the dude. No, which one is the one where the dude from uh, Drew Carey slash Zodiac walks into the lava? Is that uh, is that volcano? There's a Drew Carey slash Zodiac person. Yeah. Uh, so Mimi Bobek's husband is the like one of the suspects in Zodiac, oh. and he jumps off. I think it's a uh, volcano. He like melts as he's like saving a kid or something in the subway. Yeah. Holy shit. There. I know those movies. I just don't know the fucking taglines. I apologize. Well, we're going to start with Joe again. Okay. You guys All are right. doing great. Joe, what movie has a tagline? I swear to God. Okay. Oceans rise, cities fall, hope survives. The day after tomorrow. No. Fuck. MT. If I remember correctly, the mine apocalypse was 2012? Oh. No. <laughs> uh, Chris. This is not my answer, but I, I was about to be like, if it's Joe versus the volcano, I'd be very angry if Joe has to guess that. Uh, my guess is, you said day after tomorrow, you said whatever, and it's oceans rise. We know the tagline for Joe versus the volcano is jump soda, it refreshes. <laughs> Oceans rise, cities fall, hope survives. There's a flood. And it's about, there's a character named Hope. <laughs> it's not, it's, well, she's, it's not Hope she's Floats. She's the only one that it's lives. It's definitely not Hope Floats. <laughs> but the oceans rise, maybe it is Hope Floats. I'm going to say... Uh, Chicago oh. Hope. <laughs> no, I'm going to say um, uh, Deep Impact. That is correct. Woo! See, but now here's what bothers me about that and about that tagline. Deep Impact is about a fucking asteroid hitting the Earth. Right. That you don't think oceans with deep impact? True, I did. So why is that? <laughs> Does that happen in the movie? The whole movie yeah, is I mean, them no, on the spaceship. That, that, yeah, no, the the it, the asteroid hits and it makes like the there's a big flood and fucking Elijah Wood has to run from it. Is it Elijah Wood? There's a kid in it. I don't know. All right, All right jo, uh, <laughs> Joe. Yes. <laughs> Here's your next one. Heads up. God damn it. <laughs> I, I know it's another flooding one. Uh, <laughs> heads up. What's the... Uh, <laughs> heads up. Heads up. The, you give up? Gonna, no. The I'm day after tomorrow. I'm, I'm going with that again. Uh, no. Okay. Mike? I, I had no idea. Uh, uh, the Sandlot. <laughs> it's that, isn't it? Chris, I'm not going to dignify that with a yes or no. <laughs> All right, I'm Chris. Gonna, I'm going to try to stick with a theme. Okay. And heads up. Like that can't be Armageddon. I'm going to say uh, San Andreas for heads up. Why? Fuck you, man. What, the <laughs> what? What do you think it is? No, don't ask him. No, oh, okay. you don't drag him into it. But <laughs> I don't know. Fucking what? The correct answer is Armageddon. Son of a <laughs> That's the... That, what? 
All right, that makes me very angry. <laughs> Why? This is real shitty what you're doing tonight, Doug. <laughs> All right, here's an easy one for you, Joe. I don't believe okay. you. I don't believe you. I don't here's know any more disaster easy movies. One. All right. The tagline for San Andreas was, this movie's called San Andreas. <laughs> and that will be the tagline for the day after tomorrow. What movie, Joe, had the tagline? One man could lead this team to glory. That man was busy. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be funny. Tropic Thunder. No. God damn it. God damn it. The Elephant Man. <laughs> <laughs> is that your guess, Michael? What Joe said? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Joe's answer. Is it right this time? Yeah, no. I don't know. Nixon? That's not a bad guess. Chris? Okay. One man could lead this team to glory. That man was busy. He was busy, whatever. So they got He's him. clearly not even in the movie. Sure. But he probably He's is. busy doing another movie. Um, what could, okay. Uh, I'm going to say... Towering Inferno. Why would they have a joke? Fuck you! I don't know, man! Why would the heads up be for Armageddon? I'm just saying disaster movies. Because it was about an asteroid hurtling towards Earth. Uh, Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was funny that you dismissed it so easily. <laughs> but there's like a team of yeah. firefighters. The heads up is the only one that's made any fucking sense so far. <laughs> Uh, one man could lead the way. That man was busy. Is from the uh, Will Ferrell uh, comedy, Kicking and Screaming. Oh, so we've just we've just abandoned the Or he's a soccer coach. Well, it was a bit of a disaster. <laughs> uh, he was. Do you know? Do you know how excited Doug just got when you started the going? Alley- that's not a. Well, that doesnn't make sense. He was alley- like, here comes my line. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was not planned in advance, though. I promise you that. Oh, no, that I, was just, like... I was just, it was a happy accident. <laughs> Whenever you have a baby. So, uh, Joe. Yes. What do you think this movie's the tagline for? <laughs> Anxiety loves company. Uh... <laughs> Analyze hey. this. No. But I want to say briefly, I, I am not caught up to where you would be, but you appeared on uh, Better Call Saul. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I've been in, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Were you they in keep... like, the early season, though, right? Or yeah, I've been in since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only a couple episodes per, per season, but they keep bringing me back, so it's nice. Oh, you've been in every season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I haven't watched any of it yet. Well, uh, then, yeah. <laughs> they, you wouldn't have seen me then. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah, I've been, I've been in all three seasons. All right. So well, it's got, been got, fun. That's the, sh- that's the show i got to get into. Yeah, I, I actually got to just, I finally did a scene with Bob Odenkirk, which was really cool. That was really fucking fun. So the whole, the whole thing's been very fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy for you, and I'm going to check it out. Thank you. But uh, I'm more interested in what this movie is. <laughs> the, uh, and it's not Analyze This. Nope. Nope. All right. <laughs> Say it. Tully, you got any ideas? Annie Hall? No, but uh, a Woody Allen movie's not a bad guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's only a couple of those. <laughs> 
Which is the which is the one where he molests his daughter? No, anxiety. Uh, I don't remember which movie. Oh, hold on. Loves a- anxiety loves company. Company. Man, I want to say analyze that so bad. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna say uh, high anxiety. No, it's from a movie called Kicking and Screaming. Oh, <laughs> oh the drama the, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. from 1996, yeah. All right, so uh, I think Chris is the only one that got right answers in that. I got one. Right answer. Wait, Word. you got one? I got one. And who else got one? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, so Chris wins yeah. that game. I had a tiebreaker ready to go, but I'm going to save it for another episode. No, I'll just do it. Nobody's tying in that game. Oh, it happens sometimes. Okay. But I'll just do it, and you guys all just yell, yell out when you, know that, when you think you know it. Okay. Uh, every dog happens for a reason. Uh, Marley and me. Uh, uh, kicking and screaming. A dog's, a dog's purpose. purpose. A dog's purpose is right. <laughs> yeah. We kind of jinxed both said it. I, I gave you that one, Joe. Thank you. Can I have the point on that one? There's no point. There's no. no that was just for fun. Oh, that's, that's why I gave it to you. A bunch of shit. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that one on a future show, and uh, no one on the panel will figure. It, you know, will know it from having heard this, because no one who comes on this show listens to this show. <laughs> that's so a really easy one, though. Works that, out pretty good for a tiebreaker. Right? That, that's pretty easy. Right. There's not that many heartfelt dog movies. There's, there's. Are there any not heartfelt dog movies? No, but I mean like Just dogs being a part of it. I, I fucking cried at hotel for dogs in my, uh, in my hotel room the other day. But you know that that's not hotel for dogs. My point. You know it's either Marley and me or. It's like if a they don't get purpose. that conveyor belt up and going again, these dogs are gonna starve. And yeah, then Don not- Cheadle walks in. I'm like, is this hotel Rwanda for dogs? I always say that's the laziest title for a movie I've ever heard. Hotel for Dogs uh, is the laziest title ever. Only to be topped by a hologram for the king. What's this movie about? Oh. A hologram for the king. Well, I mean, as long as we're going after Tom Hanks, the worst title in my book is Larry Crown. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck about Larry Crown? I mean, Forrest Gump, that was a weird name and a weird dude. Yeah, yeah. Larry uh, Crown's a regular name and a regular dude. Why am I going to see this? <laughs> His name's Larry, and he's got a bicycle. That's all we know for sure. All right, let's play uh, a little game called Ron Bennington's Adjusted for Inflation Bureau game. Yeah. Um, so we said Chris won that last thing. So Chris gets to go first, and then we'll go to Tully, and then to Joe. And basically the idea is, Chris, I'm going to say the name of an actor or actress, and you're going to tell me what you think might be in their top three. Hopefully, you know, you want the number one movie uh, that they've been in, box office-wise, domestic, total, after being adjusted for inflation. It's a lot of fucking layers. By boxofficemojo.com. Okay. So, uh, the first name, and like I said, you go go individually, and Chris Mm. gets the first crack at it. Billy Bob Thornton. Ooh. BBT. BBT. I'm going to say. What's in his top three? I'm going to say. I love BBT. Armageddon. Yeah, you know me. Okay, what do you got for us there, Tully? 
the first bad Santa? That's what. <laughs> Suck it to Rosa. <laughs> okay, Joe. So you, you, the bad Santa's taken. What else do you think? Billy Bob Thornton. I'm going to roll the dice on Monster's Ball. Oh, okay. That, that, I'm, Bo- sure, I'm, box sure office that bonanza. I'm sure that made Bob's a lot of money. Ball. It got People nominated. around the block waiting for rape. It got nominated for things. It won an award. Okay, you're right. So maybe. Okay. It's either that or a simple plan, and I don't think it's a simple plan. Is there rape in that movie, or is she just not not enjoying it? No, she's super in... No, no, they, like, bone... They have, like... They're into it. Yeah, they're into it. Okay, so apologies for the rape mention. <laughs> Felt like a movie that would have that in it. Because mm. <laughs> it's... Now that I think of it, every Billy Bob Thornton movie seems like it would have rape in it. <laughs> and yet, I now I also can't think of one that does. No, no. <laughs> And I'll tell you, Bad Santa skirts way closer to that <laughs> than Monster's Ball does. All right, so uh, what were the three answers again? Armageddon, Bad Santa, Monster's, Monster's Ball. Ball. Okay, so uh, coming in at number six is Bad Santa. Yeah, so not worth any points. Not worth fighting over, fellas. Number three, he's a voice in Puss in Boots. So I take back the thing I said about he's not in any movies with rape. <laughs> no, that's boot. That's boots and puss. The wrong. <laughs> oh, those po- those poor cartoons. One time I met a guy in Alabama at a show, and he told me his dream was open a strip club that sold shoes, and he wanted to call it Puss and Boots. <laughs> oh, his dream. And he said it so innocently. Yeah. I was like, go make your dream. That's ever. super achievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one would be bothered by a strip club with the word puss in the title. <laughs> that, also, that also cobbles shoes, apparently. <laughs> Number two for Billy Bob Thornton. You, you might not uh, remember him being in it, but he was, uh, it's the film Indecent Proposal. Wow. Made a ton of money, and I guess he participated in some way. And then uh, coming in at number one and worth uh, three points, Armageddon. (laughs) So Chris has three, and now uh, we rotate. So uh, Michael Tully gets to go first and name a film that's in the top three of Mr. Owen Wilson. Did someone say who? <laughs> God, what is he? Owen Wilson. Been in. Did he ever canoodle with Jennifer Aniston? Uh, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. He was uh, Marley and Me. He was with yeah, Jennifer actually, Aniston. Actually, yeah, yeah, Marley and Me. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. I'm going to say Armageddon again. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Fuck. He's in fucking Armageddon? Yes, sir. <laughs> God damn it. You're starting yeah. to figure out how this works. <laughs> I didn't know he was in that. I never saw it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a kind of a surprise to me as well uh, that coming in at number five is uh, Wedding Crashers. Yeah. yeah. So n- sure. Not enough to get you any points. And then his number three movie is Cars. Uh, yeah, that made a shit ton of money because 
Kids love it when Owen Wilson is the voice of a car. And uh, coming in at number two, Armageddon. Two more points for Chris. And then his number one movie, Meet the Fockers. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, that Damn. made a lot of fucking money. All right. Uh, Joe gets to go first this time. Okay. And, you know, uh, my only advice to you at this point is you probably can't win. <laughs> no, no, I was just thinking it's unwinnable at this point. The, uh, all right, yeah, but let's yeah. give it a shot. All right, let's see what, let's see what we can do. Liv Tyler. <laughs> Return of the King. The films of Liv Tyler. Return of the King. Good guess. Okay, full title. The Lord of the Rings featuring Colin the Return of the King. Featuring. Yeah, the Return of the King is a hot guest verse. Yeah, J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Colin the Return of the King. Peter Jackson jerking himself off <laughs> the five-hour extended cut. <laughs> I just love the title of The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, because it has the most thes of any title yeah. in history. <laughs> and it rhymes, too, sort <laughs> yeah. of. Impressive. Sort of, too. Okay. Uh, Chris? I'm going to go with Armageddon, just sticking with what works. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Now totally. I see how Yeah, you see oh. that? Yeah. <laughs> Armageddon. They did the song. They her did the, her yeah, dad her did, dad a, did song. a song. There's a video. Close your eyes, Joe. You tried to make up for being an awful parent for 30 years with an awful ghost-written <laughs> pop song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that song sucks. <laughs> Do you have a guess? Well, shit, it's obviously Armageddon. No, I'm it's probably one of those oh, fucking Lord yeah, of the Rings I, movies. I, what are the other ones even called? I don't know. Lord of the Rings 2, The Legend oh. of Smog's Gold. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that fucking trilogy, man. It's just a blur. The last half hour of the third one just wiped the entire fucking thing from my brain. Yeah, those are tough titles to remember. I always uh, get I always get screwed up by those titles in in the in the uh, games, but uh, it doesn't matter. We've we've established that Chris Chris is clearly the winner of this. But what's the uh, actual order? But it's still fun to get kick Chris one more time when he's up, because for Liv Tyler coming in at number four, Armageddon. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no points. Number two, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, that's got four thes in it, too. Oh, and with only three thes, coming in at number two, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and Liv Tyler's number one movie, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Yeah! Three points for Joe. Oh. Too little, too late, but you got on the board. I know, but I saw that point from the first game, the drum game. That doesn't, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> we took away, oh wait, wait, but also, did you get that thing you do also? I got that thing you do. Oh yeah, that wasn't, that was just for fun even. You said it was a game. No, that was the, the no, first you gave one. Me a oh, point. what was the second thing he did, though? Oh, the uh, second thing he did was Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah, who got that one? I got that one. Totally got right, that one. Go. But that one was the fun one. I got the real one. <laughs> 
But that point doesn't mean anything. You just want, you got to go first in the next game. This is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like playing Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. They can just fucking lead you yeah. through it by the nose. Yeah, we're oh, all... I'm sorry, you guys. You just fell into a moat. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're in Doug's basement and he just took the board away. No, fine. We're fucking not playing anymore. <laughs> Ghost of Harmontown haunts this podcast. <laughs> it's in the same space, so we have to pay tribute. Uh, let's play one more game because we uh, we do have time for it. Let's play Last Man Stanton. So Chris won that game, so he gets to go first in this game, and and uh, this is the game that really matters. Um, <laughs> it's gonna go Chris, then uh, me. I'll play along, and then Joe, and then Michael, and uh, we're gonna take turns naming uh, movies that a person's been in. Uh, audience members reach out to me on Twitter uh, saying they've got the perfect name for this game because I don't like to know what it is in advance. So I pre-selected someone named Adam Goodell. Are you here? Oh, wow, you have a couple of friends and everything. And where'd you come in from? Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks, thanks for making the effort. I, you know, I've lived in L.A. a long time, and I don't even think I've met someone from Sherman Oaks because I live on the other side of the hill. And uh, <laughs> what's your suggestion for the game, dude? Brendan Fraser. Oh. Now, I don't know if it's actually pronounced Frazier. <laughs> tough one. But that is a tough one. Brendan Fraser. It, so, no, no, it's pronounced Frazier. It's Fraser. Frazier. Frazier. That's like a pet peeve of his. I've seen interviews where he's like, it's not Frazier, it's Frazier. He gets very angry about it. All right, it. well, so Joe is our winner then. Because <laughs> he knew that thing about, he knows that thing that Frazier does. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. What, well, I mean, can he still, what is he getting mad about these days? Like that he's not working at all? I think that he's, he's bankrupt. He's one of those guys that's like oh, fully belly up. Yeah, yeah I know, oh. it's sad. It's very sad. It's, so this is like the end of the founder. It really got bummy in here. I gotta be honest, I don't miss him. <laughs> I've, always, I've always found him to be a character actor in a dumb Lomox's body. And uh, uh, so I've enjoyed a lot of his performances, but you know he's kind of held back by being Brendan Fraser. I think. Yeah. I know it's sad. <laughs> if only he had died today, <laughs> then this would be an especially poignant round. Yeah. Who, Instead why of you... just trashing the living. Yeah. Why didn't you say Powers Booth? That would oh, be a tough one. Yeah, that would be. I will say though, my favorite Powers Booth movie is uh, Southern Comfort. Great movie. Great really, movie. Really good. He's great in that. Of course, he was great as uh, Jim Jones in the Guyana Massacre uh, movie. Guyana. Guyana. It's Frazier. <laughs> he, there's two things that piss off Brendan Frazier, and it's mispronouncing Frazier and Guyana. Both drive him absolutely nuts. So you guys each have one lifeline. One time during this game, you can go to the person whose name tag you chose. All right. Uh, I am, I am uh, lifelineless, but we'll start with Chris. Uh, the mummy. What do you think of this new Tom Cruise mummy? Yeah, 
It didn't look like there was any mummies. It has a spectacular. It's like a, there's a chick it's with about a, bunch a plane of crash. Stuff on his face. It's all plane crash in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then they say to him, "You survived the plane crash. That must mean that you know the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the mummy. You could survive anything." All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'd like to go back to the beginning, if that's okay with everybody. When we first fell in love with the phrase, you're, <laughs> and say, Encino Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Mummy Returns. You really think you're clever, don't you? <laughs> I, know what I, I know exactly what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I fill in the pocket. The Mummy, the mummy the money returns. <laughs> Jerry oh. Maguire part two. <laughs> Show me the money again. <laughs> the, the mummy returns. Wasn't he in a 3D movie, Journey to the Center of the Earth? Yep. Yeah, but then you, you get into trouble here because it had some sort of wacky title. The first one? It was just called Journey to the Center of the Earth 3D, maybe? I think so. Okay, I'll take it. Thank you. I like it. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Chris? Uh, monkey Bone. Oh. Yeah. That's an underrated one. Bob Odenkirk's in Monkey Bone. Bankrupted studio. <laughs> Giant failure. Well, if it bankrupted it, didn't it? It, it was like, for a long time, it was like third on the list of biggest failures of all time. Some, for some reason, it cost like a crazy amount of money. It was like Pluto Nash bad. <laughs> Whoa. That's, that's some heavy shit. shit you're throwing down right there. Uh, for Brandon Frazier, I'm going to say... School Ties. Ooh. Very good film. Uh, ma, the Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. <laughs> uh, is that the... Uh, well, hold on. Is that the actual name of that movie? That, that is. It was okay. his return to the yeah, franchise. I know Jet Li's in it, but I just don't remember if that was Jet Li and Brendan... Fr and nobody else is in it. Everybody else was like, nah, I mean, I'm not going to do this yeah, one. Rachel you guys Weiss, go ahead. Yeah, Rachel was like... Me and my eyebrows are out of here. Yeah, I'll be over here in the lobster stabbing my eyeballs out. <laughs> That's really a thing? Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the, I don't remember, I don't remember I it was like that. Curse of the whatever doesn't matter. I thought you were just naming a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> uh, what was the uh, the one uh, that he was in with uh, Liz Hurley? Was that called Bedazzled? That's correct. Right. That's yeah. That was an awful movie. Yeah, that was. Another. Now we're what getting we into the thick of it. <laughs> we're getting deep cuts now. Uh, blast from the past. Um, no one has mentioned an Academy Award winner for Best Picture. He was in Crash. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He was Sandra. Was he, which car was he? He was Sandra Bullock's uh, husband or whatever. Uh, yeah. They, they were the white people in there. <laughs> Uh, Dudley Do Right. Yes. Oh, word. I think I'm gonna have to go to my lifeline here. Okay, Tully goes to the lifeline. God damn. Oh yeah, of course, George of the Jungle. I was sitting on that one. That was Thank my you. yeah. That's I was what they too. say, George of the Jungle. Yeah. Okay. Um. What do you I'm got, going to Chris? The Chris is going to his lifeline. Let's go extraordinary measures. 
Extraordinary Measures. He's got like uh, five dialogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The medical thriller. With Harry Jason Hackman? Ford. No, no, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Anyway, good work. <laughs> I'm thinking of, uh, is it Extreme Measures? With Gene Hackman and uh, yeah. Hugh, no? Hugh Grant. There you go. Thank you, sir. All right. Oh, this Doug, one. Yeah, it's Doug. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> This got rough. I think I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna try and see if I see if everybody's happy with it. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be wrong, I think. But the American? No, that's not it. I'm out. I know it's close. Lifeline, I'm please. Out. Joe's lifeline. Uh, I don't have Airheads. He sounded like he might have oh, something. Gave one, gave one. What was it? Airheads. He's saying airheads. airheads. Oh, he airheads. went from I've got nothing to airheads? Well, I'm assuming if somebody told somebody him Somebody fucking right? cheated. Clearly, someone next to him said airheads. And yeah, airheads. he, he took it and ran with it. Ah, uh, airheads. I fucking had airheads in my back yeah. pocket. No, you yeah. didn't. I swear to well, God. I had Georgia the Jungle in mine, and, and you got it from your lifeline. Yeah, okay. All right, well, then uh, I'm just going to have to say Georgia of the Jungle, too. I don't Doesn't think exist. that's true. Woo! Oh, shit. Rumble in the jungle. <laughs> I didn't know there was a second that's one. A I have line. no idea what the full title is. This guy so is you're a, out. This guy is a motherfucker. Um, He's like, full <laughs> fucking title! <laughs> I, uh, I'm taking a stab here. Okay. Maybe I'm right. Maybe you're did wrong. Did you do your lifeline yet? I already did. Okay. I believe <laughs> he was in a movie called... Gods and Monsters? Yes, he was. Yeah. That's right. With Ian McKellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice pull. That's a real nice pull. Joe is out of his seat with unhappiness. You're out. I'm, I'm gone, yeah. This is Joe. I blew it with that Amer- oh, American. Oh, oh shit. Wait, son of wait, a bitch, son of a bitch. Oh, shit, here it comes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't wait, we <laughs> can't wait a whole is it, minute. Is it Rookie of the Year, the one where he plays baseball? No. no. Nice try, though. What is that one? No. <laughs> you don't help him. Don't help him. I'm out now. Oh, okay, so you, cool. so you win. But what? Oh, well, we still don't want to know. There's still a game going. Oh, okay. Well, no, he's sorry. already out. No, we're, we're all out. out though. Right, but Chris gets to go again. Oh, okay. Why do I get to go again? Because you, you know. Oh, uh, what was the movie where he played baseball? Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Rookie of the Year, but it was it was it just the rookie? No. I don't. What? Albert Brooks Albert is in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. Now, whatever, I, I I know, now I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Scout. The Scout. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. I already won. All right. Chris is our winner, but what else did we miss? Yeah. Looney Tunes back in action, of course. How can you be so With angry honors. that nobody honors. said that? What, else? what was this one? With honors. Is he, was he in, He's not was in the Scorpion Furry game. Vengeance. No, no, no. Just no. the rock. No. Quiet American. The Quiet American. The Quiet American. God damn it. What? I just went with a regular American. What is George of the Jungle? T- regular loud ass Americans. <laughs> There it is. George of the Jungle 2 is what? called Jungle no, the Jungle. No, that's not right. Jungle that's the Jungle is right. it Tim Allen? Yeah, Tim Allen and Martin Short were in Jungle the Jungle. <laughs> He's in Dickie Roberts, Child Star, whatever that was called. Former Child Star. Who does he play in it? He's got like a cameo. Longest explanation you can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. But yeah, he was... Uh, <laughs> 
one sentence. <laughs> I don't know if you have a podcast, Joe, but one sentence off microphone is five or six seconds of silence to the listeners. <laughs> so I try to keep the keep it tight. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I appreciate that he knows so much about uh, about that cameo role. Are there any other ones we missed? I don't think so. We we really summed up Brendan Fraser's career. <laughs> And uh, he's been he's done some good stuff. And some really oh, bad stuff. It's Hold just on. called George of the Jungle 2. It's just George of the Jungle 2, which means technically Tully is still in the game. Oh, he's not in it? He's not in George of the Jungle 2. <laughs> which means technically fuck Tully. <laughs> Oh, that's wow! That, what, Stop uh, trying to take soundtracks out of my friend's hands, please. <laughs> He's not in it. Uh, <laughs> how many times must I lose this same game over and over? That sucks. Who took over the uh, coveted George of the Jungle role? Yeah, who's the lead of, who's, who's the poor man's Brendan Fraser? Sourman. Who? Christopher Showerman? <laughs> no, I don't believe you. Sounds like a QVC model. Um, all right, well, that means Chris is our winner. Congratulations, Nick. Yeah, come get all this stuff. Yeah, grab it. Run with it. Congratulations. Yeah, those are some uh, nice prizes. Yeah, do you want this thing back? Fair enough. Oh, he doesn't care. He's got a copy of it. I knew everyone would go, oh, even though he just said he doesn't even want it back. Yeah, yeah he, he wants you to set it on fire. We can't do that. There's health codes. Please don't be. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. We don't need a great white situation here. A great white situation. You want the pieces back? Oh. No, I'm going to hang on to the lighter because I'm going to get high outside later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to need that. All right. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Let's do some plugs, starting with uh, Joe DeRosa. What do you got coming up, dude? Uh, well, I want to plug my podcast again. Uh, we'll see you in hell and headgum. Uh, again, the movie re- it's a movie review show. It gets heated. It's a lot of fun. And then Kurt Braunohler and I have a thing called Emotional Hangs on Feral Audio about adult friendship. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. I think you and I have a wonderful adult friendship. I, you're my newest friend. It just started recently. I'd say yeah. you're my newest friend also. Yeah. It's been nice. Tonight yeah. we had a drink. That was the first time we ever hung out like outside of the venue. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Yeah, it was really nice. I liked it. Yeah, I was really, I'm really into it. Yeah. yeah. Keep up the good work, Joe. You too. Let's, let's take this friendship to the top. <laughs> Michael Tully, uh, weekdays from 8 to 11.15 a.m. Pacific time yeah. on Faction 103, uh, Sirius XM. Yep, and then uh, the Tully Show's on there as well, and it's also a podcast. People very easily get it that way, and uh, I am at Tully on Twitter. I barely tweet, so I'm a pretty offensive follow. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a good pitch. Yeah. Follow me. I don't write much. It won't bother you. To, if you're following me, you'll barely notice that you're following you me. You won't even know I'm there. Yeah, just do it. I like it. And uh, I've been uh, sitting in on Tuesday mornings on Jason Ellis, so I'll, uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning. See you tomorrow. Yeah, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. Don't wanna, I don't want to get between you and Joe. 
<laughs> this Chris, is super awkward now. What? Chris Cubis? Uh, this weekend, I'm at the Crapshoot Comedy Festival in Las Vegas with like David Tell and uh, who else is on the festival? Morgan Murphy. There's a bunch of great comics. Kurt Brownler is there. Kurt Brownler is absolutely yes. there. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Uh, check out my podcast. It's called Canceled. We watch TV shows that only lasted one season. A couple of you like it. Thank you. Uh, we're currently watching... Uh, the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., which is super fun. That show is great and just keeps getting better every episode. So yeah, yeah Bruce Campbell's a he's a trip for sure. Yeah, I got to uh, last summer. I smoked weed with him. Yeah, yeah. That's and I'll tell you the whole story on the next. <laughs> is there a shit hit on this uh, I Am Legend thing? No. You because you, you went. It took so much time and effort to put these post-its on here. <laughs> To like also uh, including a shithead would be uh, would be too much. Do you want to write it down on a on the back of one of these post-its? Yeah. Post-its. Here, Nick, can you uh, pass that back to him and uh, make it happen? Because we got to have a shithead at the end. Let's see if this one's got one. Wait, the other one, name tag doesn't have one either. I didn't know about it. You didn't know about it. You knew enough to bring a name tag. Because <laughs> people just tell you, just put your face on a movie poster and bring it. Don't worry about the. Details. Is there anybody like you're mad at right now, or you think is uh, shitty? Anna. 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 Fair to remember. It's a really tough question, I guess. Life's pretty good for you right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've looked at the news. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's pretty at tight. All. There's nothing to complain it's about. Pretty gorgeous out there. Rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to? Do you want someone near you to help you with this? That's too much pressure. I, I agree. I don't know why I ever started this thing. <laughs> There's other people in the audience going, "I've got one." <laughs> Nothing. She does have a MAGA sweatshirt on, so it's a little just different. <laughs> Everyone looked like that was possibly real? That there's just one Trump supporter in this fucking nerd room? I also think people that don't support Trump don't sit around talking about MAGA. Like, that's not, that's not yeah, really a word. That's true. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what, uh, what the other person... Uh, oh, that's not a bad one. I guess I could just have one shithead at the end. Alert to the booth. Get ready to the theme. It's an unprecedented one shithead. Because this lady is living in a bubble of perfection. Congratulations, Anna. At the very least, the person who you was playing for you who lost, you should call a shithead. But it was a classy choice on your part, uh, Michael Tully. And uh, we got all your plugs in, Chris? Yes, sir. All right, great. Um, like I said earlier in the show, we'll be back over at uh, UCB Franklin uh, here in Los Angeles on uh, May 23rd. Thank you, everyone, for being here. One more time for all of my guests, Joe DeRosa, Michael Tully, and Chris Cubis. And as always... The director of Scientology is a shithead! Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of both his viewing prowess makes him foggy. There's 
there's no room in 